Good evening and welcome to a Daniel L. Hightower Wednesday. Lots to talk about tonight, including Kelly Barnhill's 1,000 Strikeout, Johnny Rutledge, and much, much more, including Mike Bianchi. Stay tuned, coming your way right now. Yes, it's time again for Buddy Martin. Call him up and tell him what you're thinking. But be kind because he's doing the best he can. Better. Stronger. Faster. Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Hey! What if the voice calls while you're gone? Take a message. <laughs> Bye! You ready, champ? I'm ready for this my whole life. I'm incapable of small talk. <laughs> but that's why you love me, right? Kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. Good evening and welcome to the Buddy Martin Show and podcast coming to you on a Daniel L. Hightower Wednesday. We have a jam-packed show for you tonight. In a moment, we'll have Mike Bianchi weighing in on a new show we call The Apollos Program. He'll tell you what he thinks about this team coached by Steve Spurrier. Johnny Rutledge. Remember Johnny Rutledge? Johnny Rutledge, a terrific linebacker on the Gators' 1996 championship team and went to play on play for the Broncos and Cardinals. Uh, he's in Georgia doing some good things. Johnny will join us a little bit later on. David Moulton will put things in perspective uh, on what we think of the Final Four and the March Badness and a few other football notes. Uh, and we're going to have some fun tonight giving away more tickets. Yes, more tickets to the evening with Terry Bradshaw coming up on I think I've said this a thousand times, but a lot of people haven't heard it. They say, what, where, what, what is this again now? I talked to somebody today, former mayor, Craig Curry. He said, I didn't hear about this. And I got to realize that some people just don't live on social media and therefore it is news to them sometimes. So Craig Curry says he's joining the group to go out to that fine facility uh, that has become a terrific gathering place for the arts Imagine us, the quarterback club, being with the arts and the Riley Arts Center in near Tuscaloosa Park. We'll tell you about that. Tell you about how to get tickets to that. We'll have a word from Terry Bradshaw. I spoke to Terry briefly today. He wants people out there. He wants this thing filled up. He wants everybody to be there. Uh, and so we will make sure we try to do that. We're going to accommodate him. Terry, of course, uh, the noted broadcaster, humorous friend, and all-around good guy will be speaking here on the 12th. And I'll give you more information as we go along about how to get those tickets. You want to be sure and get them. You can get a VIPs and go a meet and greet with Terry. You can get just a regular reserve seat. Or you can get a general admission seat. If you want. You can't afford to, to go pay the top price, well, then we'll make it, we'll make it possible for you to do that. So, uh, yeah, we want to do that. So, uh, uh, we will... Uh, we will coach you up on that in a moment and let you know what to do and how to do it. Yeah, but first, I want you to take a good look. I'll even give you a kind of the general area. I'm going to tell you that what we're looking for is between these two things. The blue bar on the top, an evening with Terry Bradshaw. The bottom, an evening with Terry Bradshaw. And in between, there's something different. Something that hasn't been there. Uh, and I last night I gave away tickets to Chris DeCubulus and to David Baldoff for getting correctly identifying some of the things that were up there. Uh, now, <clears throat> again, these are $25 tickets. They're in the balcony, but they are free. Uh, and if you'd like to get involved in that, uh, you, uh, you you want to just text me, but don't do it now. Just go online and give me a message. Don't, don't do it now. We do that the last 10 or 15 minutes of the show. If you correctly identify something totally different up there that hasn't been there over the past year, then you will be uh, you will be when first one to do it. We'll get two tickets to an evening with Terry Bradshaw. So that's what that's about. All right. So we'll tell you more about that information on the tickets later. Meanwhile, <clears throat> we've got <clears throat> a 
The podcast is back on the air. We put it up last night for the first time in a while because we've had technical difficulties. And thank you to those almost 200 people who jumped on it right away and said thank you for the podcast. Great show last night. Um, Shane Matthews was uh, really good. And, of course, Robbie Andrew always has good information. And you folks glommed on to it. We had a good good crowd last night. Appreciate that. I want to tell you about this new show, The Apollos Program. And give a thanks to Palm Chevrolet of Ocala, who presents that program. And that will be once or sometimes twice a week, somebody talking about this new football team uh, in Orlando that seems to be very popular. Tonight is Mike Bianchi, who sometimes doesn't have a lot positive to say, but has quite a bit to say positive about these Apollos. We'll hear from him momentarily. I interviewed Mike today. And one of those weird things, you ever get a call where other calls start coming in on top of it? Just a couple of words. And I'd be in the middle of a sentence and this other voice would come in and say some words that didn't make any sense. I think it was Mike's phone. It's probably tapped. Anyway, we kept, we've fought through that to get you uh, here. Uh, And we are also going to give you all the pertinent information um, about the basketball game tomorrow night, 6.50. Branch Berry will join us after the game for a little post-game comment. Uh, and we'll talk about the game in Des Moines. I mean, I'm thinking today, here's what's wrong with this picture. And I'm not one of those guys who's boohooing because the Gators didn't get this and didn't get that. I think the Gators did well to get where they are. I'm satisfied with Mike White getting to the tournament, to the dance three straight years. It wasn't a great season, but it wasn't a terrible season. And so, but when you start out with things like, okay, number one, they're 10 seed. Okay, that's probably about what they deserve. Number two, playing in Des Moines. Des Moines, okay, he's playing in Des Moines. Number three, playing on True TV. All right, I get it. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you're part of basketball elites as Florida used to be, that's not, doesn't usually happen to you. But I'm not one of those people who think, Way, way, way. The Gators should have done better. I think you ought to be grateful for the coach you got and grateful. And I would tell you, by the way, if, if, if I didn't think he was doing a job. I've, I've happily told people in the past, written about coaches who flop. I think this guy's a really good coach. And I think he's, we've got a bright future here with him. So, having said that, <clears throat> let me get you on to something else here. And that is, I'm going to talk about this in a minute. The struggling AAF, which, by the way, is not struggling that much, but is struggling a bit. Uh, <clears throat> they had a big announcement today. And that announcement is going to <clears throat> be, or is, they've moved the title game. I was just talking to Bianchi, and you'll see on this interview with Mike that he act incorrectly said it was in Las Vegas. Since that time this afternoon... It's been announced that the Alliance has moved the game to Jerry Jonesville. And the announcement came from Jones today. The Alliance has built a foundation of high-quality football, revolutionary technology, and world-class partnerships with the NFL, CBS, and Turner Sports, he said. It was only natural that we at the Cowboys organization want to join that great group of partners. I've always believed our great game of football could use a league to give players the shot they need to make it to the NFL, da 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 now, when Jerry Jones says that, it, it, it carries weight. It also makes you want to check your wallet, right? Okay, what, what did I just hear? What's the angle here? Uh, what's, he, what's he looking for? Um, and uh, I'm going to take him somewhat at face value here and say naturally he would want this because uh, it feeds the NFL. And there are players on that team uh, that will be playing in the uh, NFL soon. So I'll say good evening to Steve Young. Dilly dilly to you, Steve. Uh, Nap Laylock, Becky Smith Carlisle, my buddy Mike Mahortis. How are you, man? Kurt G. Van Way. Kurt, I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah, I think the baseball game, softball game is either getting close. Barnhill's on the mound still. She had her thousandth strikeout tonight. Looks like they're going to beat Minnesota unless something happens here. We'll keep you posted in case you're not watching. Susan Cunningham, where you been, girl? Nice to hear from you. Brendan, the the, uh, crown prince. Chris Whitfield. Good evening, Gator Nation. Good evening to you, Chris. Um, 
Now, uh, David, it says, uh, it says TNT. David Baldwin said, I thought the game was on TNT. But according to the announcement I have today, and I have all the data here uh, from the University of Florida, it says True TV. So that's what it is, I guess. That's what the official word is. I'll read it to you exactly off the page here in a minute. It says True TV. Uh, if it says, uh, matter of fact, it says Wells Fargo, Fargo Arena, Des Moines, Iowa, Florida, Nevada, T Kevin Harlan. Oh, you're right. It says TNT. You're correct. It does say, but the other, the previous announcement said True TV. So, David, good on you, buddy. You're right. It says TNT. So, thank you for correcting that. Yeah, the, I guess somebody somebody had it at True TV, and TNT is fine. That's okay. So, anyway, a uh, little data on uh, on uh, on uh, the game tomorrow night, and we'll talk about it more. I'll tell you a little more about the Apollos as well. But uh, let me get Chris Winfield. Uh, he has the one who wants to weigh in on... Uh, basketball here's his thoughts glad to hear from you and by the way keep looking up there someplace is something new if you're the first one to identify it after the after after 9:45, you will get two tickets to april 12th evening with terry bradshaw the scott brantley trophy will be awarded to a young man from buholtz gainesville buholtz trent whittemore who's a gator commit he'll be there why do you see the trophy whoo Man, I tell you what, we spared no expense on that sucker, and I'm not kidding. It's a beautiful trophy, and it's going to be special all these years. So that's coming up on the 12th. There's a place you can go, and actually, if you you can you can go on to the RileyArtsCenter.com and look under events and scroll down to Terry Bradshaw. You can Terry Bradshaw. You can order tickets there if you need the VIP ticket, which is not up for general public sale, but listeners to this show will get a crack at some. Uh, they're 150 bucks, but it includes a VIP cocktail party with Terry Bradshaw, a nice, uh, some really great hors d'oeuvres, uh, maybe a little party favor, etc., um, and a chance to have your picture made with Terry Bradshaw at no professional picture made at no cost to you. So that's what's on at six o'clock. The program starts at 7:30 with the presentations. Bradshaw will take the stage for the general public at 7:30, and you're gonna love it. If you've never seen Terry. You'll, uh, you'll really enjoy it. So I encourage you to do that. All right, let's do this. Let's jump in here now and see if we can. Oh, Johnny Rutledge, by the way, has joined the program tonight. Remember Johnny Rutledge? Yeah, Johnny Rutledge has joined the program. Now. And where is uh, the, where are those folks who asked me to get Johnny Rutledge on? Uh, well, he's here. We'll let, you, uh, let Dan Hightower tell you about this, and we'll come back and we'll talk a little more about the Apollos on the Apollos program. Job-related accidents create incredible stress on your finances, your relationships, and most importantly, your sense of well-being. When the adjuster is not approving benefits you're entitled to by law, you need Dan Hightower to help you understand all of your legal options. Daniel L. Hightower has been fighting for accident victim justice in Ocala and statewide since 1976. Call Daniel L. Hightower today to better understand all your legal options. 352-629-7777. Victim justice since 1976. Um, where are those people who always finish my sentence with that? Uh, yes. Um, we will, uh, <clears throat> well, let's just put it out there to you. I don't know how many of you are watching these games. Uh, and I'm pleasantly surprised at the quality of play. A little concerned, as is Bianchi, that the crowds haven't been bigger. They hope to get up to 35 or 40 or they're getting in the 20s and maybe even sometimes less. And Orlando, especially with good weather, uh, you think. But I think the quality of the league is really good. And if nothing else, the NFL is going to have to support it because where else do you get players like this? We caught up with Mike Bianchi today. He was having problems with his phone, and we talked a lot about other things before we got around to the Apollos. Tough loss for them last week, and uh, here's what Mike had to say. Well enough to win that game. They, in my opinion, they didn't. Yeah, that was a game that looked like they could pull it out, and the way they've been playing, uh, you know, you, you kind of thought they would, because uh, that's just the way Spurrier plays. Now, uh, so so now, Mike, explain the format. They got this weekend. They've got another game, uh, and they're playing uh, in Atlanta. Atlanta has a new quarterback. He's not new now. He's played two games. I believe won both of them. Georgia Bulldog, former Georgia Bulldog Aaron Murray, 
uh, is starting, and they're having some success there. And this is a different team that they played last time, isn't it? It is. Although Aaron Murray got he he got. Um, I guess he's going to start again this week, but he got he got pulled last week. He threw a couple of picks, didn't mm. look very good, and they pulled him out of the game. But uh, I think he is slated to start again this week. But yeah, let, you know the uh, the Apollos played Atlanta the first was in disarray back then. You remember their coach, their head coach June Jones quit. Yeah, he June Jones, a former um, Good. Hawaii coach, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. And then the night before the game, their offensive coordinator it was announced that he was no longer going to be the offensive coordinator. So there was some dysfunction and disarray within that team early in the season when the Apollos played him. The Apollos blew him out in game one, but yeah, they're a different team now. They've settled in. They look to be pretty good. Of course, they're played at home. They're going to be done. Play at a baseball stadium uh, this weekend, and uh, so it ought to be an interesting game. Here's the thing, though: even though the Apollos lost last week, they get, if they win, they clutch a playoff bid. Yeah, because they're they're so far ahead of everybody else naturally. So uh, now this will be a ten game season, and then they'll they'll play what four teams go to playoffs, right? Yep. And then they obviously play it down. Top two teams in each conference. Yeah, top two teams. But- yeah. Uh, somebody's kind of somebody's trying to get on your phone. Games. It seems like we're getting enough voice over you on the top of you. I feel like uh, Wally Butts here, uh, but some voice keeps coming in there. You got the top f- four teams, and so this is pretty much a lock. I mean, uh, the Apollos are, as you say, going to be in. Uh, and now, do you know what the championship game is played? Yeah, they played it in Vegas. Okay, okay. So all played right. the championship game in Vegas, yeah. Mm-hmm. So max 12, 12 games, and they got they played eight, and uh, it's been interesting. I'm with you. I think the brand of football has been very good, uh, and I'm disappointed they haven't scored more. I think probably Steve is too, uh, but I still I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I like the Apollos. All right, Mike Bianchi on the uh, Apollos program talking about this team in Orlando that's only lost one game, folks. By the way, and play uh, this weekend is a Sunday game, isn't it, Mike? Sunday. It's a, it's Saturday. Saturday. No, Saturday. Sa- Saturday, three p.m. Yeah. Okay. Saturday, two p.m. kickoff. Okay. It says on the original schedule three. They must have moved it. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah that's that schedule's wrong. Okay. Well, I'm gonna ask you on that, Mike Bianchi. Now, Mike, before you go, I know you've got some winners for folks on your picks out there, uh, and I know you you've been you're probably on your show this morning. So, I'm but here's Mike. all I'm gonna say about. Right, my, go. uh, you know, I'm not gonna bore. Pit. I'm not going to bore people with my bracket, buddy, but I'm just mm-hmm. going to say that. That one. Say what? Bet on the Florida Gators. To, you know, everybody's discounting Florida. People were griping about Mike White earlier this season. Mike White and the Gators will make a run in this tournament. I'm not saying they're going to go to the Final Four or anything, but bet on the Gators in the mm. first couple of rounds of this tournament. I agree with you, and I still can't figure out the Mike White thing. Uh, I mean, the guy. Yeah, they've had some stretches, but you know, they, you don't win. You don't have those uh, undefeated seasons in the basketball. You know, and this team is very lucky to be where they are right now. Uh, they could have played better in some spots, but hey, I, I think he's done a very good job so far. I think Gator fans, buddy. I, I don't think the the Johnny Come Lately Gator fans. They don't remember what Gator basketball right. used to be like right. with Billy Donovan, all right? That's exactly they, right. They, they don't know. They don't remember the Norm Sloan years and when Lon Kruger took them to the Final Four mm-hmm. one year, and then two years later they were 12-17, and 17 and, you know, Kruger got out of town before he got fired. So they, they don't understand what Gator basketball has been for most of his existence. And, you know, Billy Donovan, to me, it was is probably the most irreplaceable coach in state of Florida history. When you look at what he accomplished at a college basketball program in this state, something that had never been. Yeah. At a, at a, at a, at a football school too. It's not realistic. I'm sorry. At a football school. He at a football school. Yeah. yeah. Buddy, there's been eight, there's been eight college football coaches in this state who've won national titles. There's been one college basketball coach and that's Billy Dunham. And he's won two of them. And he played for another one. So, 
don't, don't expect Mike White to be Billy Donovan. Nobody is. Of course. And a bit of an entitlement will creep in there. And the entitlement, you talk about winning national championships in football and basketball, you know, those two years. And that's never going to happen again. And it's, it's time to start over. Do it again. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of which, final thought from Mike Bianchi. <clears throat> um, and this has to do with a game of football. A little spring football going on uh, in Gainesville. And good reports coming out of there. I don't know what you read or heard. Uh, it sounds like this thing is still going strong, and it sounds like these pieces are being put in place, and I think maybe they might be in for another good year. What do you think, Mike? Oh, I think so. I mean, I think Felipe Franks, with a, another year in Dan Mullen's system, I think he'll be even better. You saw how much he improved in one year. There's no reason to think that, you know, he's not going to get even better this year. I mean, Dan Mullen is a quarterback guru. We know that. So, yeah. I expect Florida's offense to be even better this year. Um, their defense is always going to be solid. And, buddy, you just said good reports coming out of spring football. Is that what you said? I did. Yeah. I've, I've not been – I've not seen about the people I'm talking to are saying they love how Franks is uh, carrying himself right now. They like the development of the young players. Obviously, they look really good steel at, at, at corner. He's getting good reports. He may be a starter as a freshman, true freshman. And uh, there's a few things, holes to fill, like offensive line. And the uh, tight ends need some experience. But overall, looks like a very good uh, roster at this point. Buddy, have you just let me ask you this. Have you ever heard of a, like, there are bad reports coming out of spring? I've never heard that. Sort no, of like after no. somebody has, yeah. Sort of like after somebody has surgery, buddy, an athlete has surgery. It's always a successful surgery, isn't it? Yeah, but I think what I meant was these are things that you wanted to hear about. Like the, you know, you don't always hear uh, if the offensive line. I mean, they, you know, it sounds like they're going to be behind in the offensive line. It's going to take Havasi a while to bring them around. Uh, but I, I think the root, the word is that the young players seem to get it. I mean, these are guys, veteran scribes, as you call them, hacks, who have been around like uh, Robbie Andrew and people like that, to, you know, who know know the game. And Edgar, and Tom- Edgar, Edgar Thompson. Thompson, yeah, and Edgar Thompson, yeah. So those are guys who, you know, yes, the, your old team back in the days when you weren't such a big <laughs> shot, you were just a just a, a baby hack, man. You weren't know, a big star like you're. Mikey, I appreciate your time, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad we finally hooked up and and uh, and enjoy the tournament. And uh, I hope to catch you up again before the summer's over. See you, Crack. Always good talking to you. And you too, Mike. Thank you very much. Okay, Mike Bianchi. Love him or hate him, he's always entertaining. Got his views. And he's a survivor. Let's look around the state and see how many guys are still where they were 15 years ago writing a newspaper column. Not too many. He and Dooley and maybe a few others. A dying breed, I shall say. Dying breeds. Okay, is anybody, look again. Look again now. We're going to ask you now, and later on we'll ask you again. And after, well, let's see, 9.45, you can start posting your answers. What's different? There's one thing up there that wasn't there before. Don't answer it now, and we will give you, if you get it first, two tickets to go see Terry Bradshaw. Evening at Terry Bradshaw on April 12th. By the way, uh, Chris DeCubus and David Baldoff, last night's winners, I'm probably going to have to move, get, leave your tickets at Will Call because I might not get them uh, in time to get them in the mail, but they will be there for you, okay? If you have questions, send me a note, all right? I will see how I can do, but right now that's the plan. All right, remember Johnny Rutledge? Johnny Rutledge was a world-class player. You might have forgotten he was on the national championship team, played in the in the league for for two teams, and you'll never guess what he's doing now. Uh, we will uh, get with Johnny in just a moment. First, let me tell you about our fine sponsor and friends at Renstar Medical Research, who have uh, been just an absolute monster in terms, meaning in a good way, uh, in helping us put together this Scott Bradley Trophy. Uh, this evening in Terry Bradshaw, and they've been so supportive of this thing, and we appreciate that. They do good things in this community, and that's just one of them. Also, they do good things in terms of your health. Red Star Medical, Medical Research has a world-class facility 
for research. Someone's got to go in there and find out uh, what can be used to treat these deadly diseases, these diseases that just absolutely decimate our community, like Alzheimer's, a terrible thing to have. Uh, psoriasis, which is very common with older people. Uh, osteoarthritis, your bones get brittle. Migraines, fibromyalgia, those are all things that a lot of people in our community have, and they're working furiously over there, but also carefully uh, with these uh, clinical research uh, facility things. They're trying to get data to put together to ship off to biomedical companies, and that's what they do there. So there are ways for you to get involved if you'd like to be involved in some of those studies. Uh, they're enrolling people now in the uh, uh, clinical research study on Alzheimer's. If you have experienced memory uh, problems, symptoms of law, memory loss, uh, even if you haven't been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, you might be able to be eligible for one of the clinical uh, research studies. You can call them over there at 352-629-5800. Uh, you can go online and, and look, at, uh, look at the information on www.renstar.net tell you all about this group and there's a study up I just posted today they're just doing this study on uh, on memory value on memory and uh, Alzheimer's and I put on there and I mean this if I was going to do one of these things that's where I'd go I know the people so I trust them and I know they do great work so check it out if you have any need any information they'll give it to you you can call them at that number I gave you 352-629-5800 or uh, you can go on uh, www.redstar.net Winstar Medical Research seeking tomorrow's answers to the health questions of today. Time to get in touch with Johnny Rutledge. Remember Johnny Rutledge? He, he was nothing but a solid middle linebacker, man. Always uh, did a solid job. Involved in that uh, 96 team that went to, uh, there he is right there. Let's see if we can get him on the phone and check it out. See what's going on with one of these Gator Grades. We're going to try to do more of this over the summer, too. And see if we can check out some of these people, where they are, what they're doing, what they think of what Dan Hightower, what Dan Howard, what Dan Mullen's doing, or Dan Hightower. So Johnny Rutledge, uh, we'll give him a chance. He lives in the Atlanta area. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I believe that would be the voice of one Johnny Rutledge, former Gator great. Who wore 58 with the Gators. Wore 58 with the Gators. I'm not sure what he wore with the Broncos and the Cardinals. But, Johnny, it's good to have you on the program, my friend. Hey, buddy. Thank you for having me, sir. We've been trying to get we've been trying to get you for quite some time, but our schedule is just in, <laughs> is in you, Yes, sir. Last time I saw you was at our tailgate last spring. Yep. Yeah, we had a whole lot of fun. We did. We a lot did. Of fun. We're gonna try to do something else. And uh just catch us up, Johnny. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I wanna ask you about some of these projects you're doing with children. But uh you're living in, oh, a, in where are you living in exactly? Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. I hear uh, all about the dogs all the time. Oh, but boy. Father of of four, mm-hmm. uh, married for uh, eighteen years. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying I, I work with kids. I write write children's books. Yep. And I train. Do a lot of different things. I mean, uh, uh, basically, I like to stay stay positive and help mm. help uh, youth. Well, you are a positive person, and just being around you for a time, as we all were there at the tailgate, everybody felt that positive energy coming from you. And I did not know about the children's books. That's yes, wonderful. Sir. Talk about what are these children's books? What are they, and and who writes them, and how do you get them out to the kids? Well, um, uh, I'm the author. Uh, uh, first book is called Math and Football. It's geared 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 towards um, uh, having a message of of uh, putting putting school school first while learning how to play uh, uh, play the game game as well. So mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's a positive book, father and son son type type book. Mm-hmm. Um, um, already said I have four four girls, so mm-hmm. um, basically, uh, Grant is my my son. So mm-hmm. I have fun 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 with those books. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. And uh, and by the way, just out of curiosity, I'm fascinated by children's books. I've written eight books. I've never done a children's books. Coach Spurrier and I were thinking about it a couple of years ago, and I began yeah, to research. Be well, and this is the title. See what you think. And he wanted to do this. Uh, um, that uh, uh, it, 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 you know, everybody wants to be great, but uh, everybody can't be a star, 
but anybody right. could be a good teammate. You're right. Yeah. That's Think about truth. it. Think about our country today, even in politics or whatever. If that were mm -hmm. the case, if people didn't think about just themselves, but thought about other people and were good teammates to their neighbors or whatever, you know, yep. I don't want to get preachy here, but it's a great concept. <laughs> yeah. and we started researching yeah, it, it, but we never got beyond there. So one of these days, maybe we'll pick it back up. So, yeah, uh, man, thank you. I should write it. Go ahead with it. Yeah, it's, it takes a little time, a little money, whatever to get it done, but we'll uh, we'll work on yes, it. Sir. Uh, yes, sir. You, telling you, you know. So did you get your own publisher or did you go, someone come to you? Uh, I went with a publisher, uh, Mascot Books. They're out of the uh, D.C. area. I know, the, so, I yeah. know, I know that. I group. went with them. I know them, and mm -hmm. I talked to them, and we negotiated with them. We could, okay. we, we came right. close, but we never did, we ever did actually pull it off. Uh, okay, it's a good guy, group. Yeah, you liked it, huh? Okay. Yep. Yeah, they do a lot of college stuff, too. Yeah. So there, we actually had a conversation with several mm -hmm. times with the people at Mascot, and and we, if for whatever reason, we couldn't seem to put it all together. But anyway, yeah, thanks for that. All right, Johnny, <clears throat> when we met that, we talked last spring at the tailgate. You were positive mm -hmm. like you always are. But after this past season, you must be even more positive about the Gator football program. Yeah, you're right. Uh, coming off that bowl win, I mean, I only see, I only see good, good things happening. I mean, uh, they're a year, year older. Uh, they're more confident. I mean, so – um, I'm expecting some really big, big things. Are you, uh, uh, are you pleased with the progress of the coaching and what have you? And, you, and, and, and especially since you're a defensive guy, uh, what do you mm -hmm. think of how the defense is played? And, and how would you like to play in this defense where you can fire people from every position? Oh man. Right. Uh, a lot of pressure. Brent brings them from the, from the stand. <laughs> he does. He does. I mean, uh, I mean, so, I mean, to have uh, uh, our crew out there running that 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 mm -hmm. scheme, man, that'll be be scary. Javon Curse, Michael Peterson, all those oh my those goodness. guys flying. I mean, just flying around. Yeah, man, that'll be fun. Yeah, you get a lot of help from those uh, strong safeties and different guys doing yeah, the blitzing. Yes, not just sir. not the backers always having to do it. So, that's uh, yes, sir. <clears throat> Well, listen, I'm not going to tie you up too long. I want to make contact because we've been trying to get okay. in touch and check in with folks. And where can people find about find your books, Johnny? Uh, on my uh, social media pages, on my uh, Facebook pages, there's okay. a, there's a link link to it. Okay. I mean, uh, you can basically go on face, Facebook. Facebook. Uh, uh, my name, yeah. Uh, and, uh, type in my name, and then the link is there. We got it right on the screen. Johnny Rutter's got a picture of you. Looks like you're about to make a tackle. Which you did make a few yes, of sir. when you were in Gainesville. <laughs> yes, All right, my man. Great eight. great talking to you. Let's do it again, okay? All right, buddy. Thank you, sir. Good talking with you, Johnny Rutledge. He was a player now. He was a player. And uh, he could uh, – he's stout. And that set of linebackers and defensive ends he talked about, man, they were really good. Really good. So, yeah, you're right. You're right, Lynn Tindall. You're right. He was one awesome dude right there. And it was fun. You were there though, at the um, – uh, at the tailgate too it was yeah um okay we're gonna go ahead and do this now let's see i'm gonna give you a quick read on uh, mark's prime and uh we're gonna go remind you in about 10 minutes here to start putting your answers up if you know what's different than the setback here okay got a pair of tickets to the eating with terry bradshaw on april the 12th you can win those by correctly identifying some item that's different, that, that is not there before, not last week or whatever. So uh, there you go for that. So let me tell you a little bit about Mark's Prime. Um, Mark's Prime, of course, is a restaurant located in Ocala and in Gainesville. They have a unique dining experience. I want to share it with you once you get over there and find out. It's hard to describe, but it's it's the feeling you get when you walk in a place like that, the service you get, and then you see the menu, and then you see you eat the food and have the wine. You think, man, this has been quite a night. And there are very few places you can go and get that feeling that you have a quote-unquote unique experience, which I like to talk about. Uh, they want to do it for you there. So you can, you can try them out. One of the best restaurants in Florida, one of the best restaurants anywhere, and there are two locations to serve you. Uh, one of them is in uh, Gainesville. You can call Gainesville at uh, 352-336-0077. 
or here in Ocala, where I go, 352-402-0097. They have complimentary valet service, uh, and you can check them out at MarksPrimeSteakhouse.com, and uh, you will be glad you did. If you haven't been there, you got to go. Just like Griner's, by the way, Griner's Men's Clothing, which is a place I tell you about every night. Uh, I've been going there for a long, long time, and I've been very pleased with what I've seen. I'd like to put up uh, some clothes once in a while to give you a feel for what it's like. Uh, thing about them is they got all everything you need to wear clothes. Almost any occasion, you can go in and ask David or one of his people, well, how can you help me out with this? I need a pair of this, or I need a shirt. Or, Does this tie go with this? We all need a little help, and the folks at Grinders are good at doing that. It's been an Ocala tradition for 62 years. It's a place where you get excellent customer service and, and really good uh, threads, man. They're really good. And uh, they've been dressing generation after generation. Keep going back there because you get the quality goods, great service, all the things you want. Grinders for men, Ocala. If you haven't been there, you got to go. Okay, let's see if we can get on the phone now and chat with our brother down in South Florida, David Moulton, see what's going on in his life. David, of course, is the broadcaster who does a lot of different things, including uh, sometimes he's on ESPNU, but lately he has not been. I wish he was because I enjoy hearing David. Um, and uh, I would like very much to have him on the air full time so I can get him. Uh, David's a knowledgeable football guy. He works uh, for CBS uh, on Saturdays, uh, and uh, he goes to the games and spots for the, the crew, uh, and then he also does other things there, and he works uh, on the golf crew for Fox, does a talk show uh, down in uh, Fort Myers, Naples, uh, and uh, he's been doing this for a while, and he's very good at it. Nice enough to come on with us which he does regularly, and he's an ardent student of football and other sports. And so I think we have him now on the phone, the golden pipes of one David Moulton. Good evening, David. How you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm very good, sir. And uh, I'm getting anxious for some some really good football. And I've seen a little bit, by the way, in the Alliance. Uh, I, I, of course, it's not the college game, but – we had Coach Spurrier on the other day, and we talked to Mike Bianchi today, and it's all good they're talking about this new league, and you like it too, I think, but it's not drawing quite the crowds. What's your assessment so far of this uh, Alliance of America football? I thought uh, I more people in Orlando would be at the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, in terms of one city that I thought would do a little bit better, I know it's doing well in San Antonio. It seems to be getting better in San Diego. Um, you know, I, I I would think places like San Diego and Orlando, where the weather was great, that the crowds would be a little bit better, mm-hmm. especially since in San Diego they lost their team a couple of years ago. Right. But, you know, I, they, this league kind of, you know, they wanted to beat the XFL so badly that, they clearly could have used another year where it concerned a few parts of their operation. And I do think marketing is one where they kind of left it up to each individual franchise. I know I've mentioned this before. I think it hurts the league, the TV partners that they have. Uh, The XFL is going to announce any day now deals with Fox and with ESPN. And I think the Alliance has to, find a way to get back on TNT, get back on CBS, besides more than just week one in the championship game. So, you know, hopefully they've got the money where they can, they can be in this thing for the long haul, but you know, they're the product I think is better than a lot of the stuff around. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what we're all a little surprised at, that the kind of product they put on the field the level of play that they're having, and the number of prospects that are going to move up. Did you see Jerry Jones' statement today? No. Well, uh, they've they've made a uh, they've moved their cha- championship game from the day. Yes, Frisco. Uh, well, no, they a moved, great no, venue. They moved it to, to according to what they said. They moved it to Jerry Jones' place. I thought. Well, I thought. I thought they moved it to his place in Frisco, Texas. Well, I'm. That maybe that's what it is. Is that the small stadium? 
or not in Arlington. Yes, it's okay. where I believe the FC. It's where the FCS championships held. Okay, I'm kind of I believe law at loss. It's where this game is, but I thought they were talking about Jerry Jonesville. I thought they're gonna put that in in his stadium. Uh, I I know they're they're pulling back some. I expect to hear in the next couple of weeks that they've made some changes in some of the front offices. That my sources tell me, and so the move of the of the championship game from Vegas to someplace else, uh, obviously they're cutting down on that. So uh, so Frisco, Texas, how many is that stadium home? Well, I, when North Dakota State goes there every year, I think the place holds around twenty five to thirty thousand. Okay. I should probably Google that and find out because I was I thought why are they moving it to Cowboy Stadium? I mean that's a monster. It can't be. It's got to be more expensive. Anyway, so they moved the game. Uh, they're making some changes. They're finding their way. Listen, there were a lot of things that went on. You're too young to remember it with the uh, old AFL. They had to do all kind of things to keep it together in the early days, and so they're going to have to scramble a little bit. Well, Danielson uh, has told me some stories from the World League too. Right, right. But he was in, he, he was involved in that there in the mid seventies. So, right. uh, you know, and needless to say, the Alliance is doing a whole heck of a lot better than the World League. Yes, they are. I've been through a lot of these, David. Since the days of, you know, the A, the, the AFL, and, and and all the way through the the World League and USFL and the Continental League. You probably didn't know about the Continental League. Continental League. I did not. Yeah. They had a team out of Orlando called Orlando Panthers. Uh, Anyway, there's been quite a few of these. And and in places like Denver, you know, when they had the Denver Gold, they drew, well, they drew 40-some thousand. Uh, uh, And and they were not getting free tickets. They they actually sold. There might have been some. but So um, you wonder, with all there is to do today, if there's room for people I don't know. Maybe we maybe we are misguided on how people like football. You know, they're not passionate like we are about it, right? No, I actually think people do like it. I I just think that uh, for whatever reason, it, it's just going to take a little bit more time for the cement to harden. Mm-hmm. That's all. I do think, though, I'm a little surprised that there aren't more people at the Apollos games, mm-hmm. especially since I know, since I followed them on Twitter from day one. Yeah. I mean, they were doing one promotional event after another, seemingly every day for months leading up to their opener. I thought they would have more people at their games than what looks to be about 18,000 on average. You're correct, by the way. I'm reading it right now. The story didn't do a very good job of reading it. It just broke as I was going on the air. It says, Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas, a 12,000-seat facility, owned operate by the oh, Cowboys wow. owner is currently shared with the Cowboys city of Frisco and Frisco independent school. Now, what are they doing with the 12,000 seats? Uh, they're going to have to put surely more, more seats in that, right? Well, not necessarily unless they just want to make it look really good. Hmm. I mean, I have to admit there's nothing better than a restaurant or a bar or a stadium. That's every seat's filled. I mean, that's can't get better than that. Sometimes these small conference college basketball championship games are the ones that look the best on television when it's a 5,000-seat venue and it's packed to the rafters. Yeah, uh, here's the thing about it, though. Why wouldn't they just play the dead gum game at the home of, the, of one of the two teams? You'd draw more people if it was in Orlando and the, and the, and the, and the Orlando uh, Apollos were in it or whatever, wouldn't they? Well, I think when Jerry Jones wants to get involved, I think the Alliance is all about trying to have partnerships with the NFL. And here they're getting in business with Jerry Jones. I think that's a good thing because the Alliance is going to need some help going up against the XFL. It is. The XFL is going to have better media partners. And Vince McMahon is committing $500 million to make this thing work. So... You know they're they're going to be in for a fight here. So I think the NFL is going to have to, instead of sitting it out and letting the alliance hopefully win, and then the NFL swooping in and doing whatever they're doing. I have a feeling the NFL is going to have to pick sides here pretty quickly and get behind the alliance. Yeah. Uh, did, what's Danielson telling you about that? Is he saying he thinks that they're now this, this this statement from Jerry Jones makes it sound like they're kind of 
you know, they're, they're kind of a partner. Did you read your statement? Well, well, the, the, the NFL has supported the alliance from day one. They kind of pushed Pullian on Charlie Ebersol. And the NFL wants the alliance to work. And there's no doubt that some of the things the alliance are trying are things that the NFL has kicked around in competition committees before and all that. But the NFL is not a business partner. The NFL is not, you know, encouraging their sponsors to also spend money with the alliance. So they're, they're supportive verbally and behind the scenes, but they're not an official partner. I mean, and to me, if you're the NFL, at some point, if you get involved, you may want to change the name of the league. Okay. Uh, I got the feeling I was either being fleeced or something when reading Jerry Jones' statement. And obviously, he has an interest. There's there's something in it for Jerry Jones. Here's a statement. He said, the Alliance has built a foundation of high-quality football, revolutionary technology, and world-class partnerships with the NFL, CBS, and Turner Sports. It was only natural that we at the Cowboys organization would want to join that great group of partners. I've always believed football could use the league to give players the shot they needed to the NFL, and Bill Pulligan, Tom Dundon, and Charlie Eversall have done just that. We're proud to be able to be a host there in our championship game. What does that sound like? Well, also, you know, he's got his former guy, Daryl Johnston, as the GM of the San Antonio franchise. Yeah. And so Jerry, Jerry wants Moose and that franchise to work, and, and so far it is. So, But Jerry sees this as a business opportunity. First off, let's be brutally honest, buddy. If the alliance stays in business, and the NFL can start grabbing cheap personnel on the back end and bring them back into the league, mm-hmm. these guys will be cheaper than keeping the current players that they have. Mm-hmm. So there's an, also a vested interest. To, and also, if in fact there's going to be a strike or a work stoppage of some kind three years from now, the NFL would love for the Alliance to be in business and to literally take all these players and then just move them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Because come- you and I remember the work stoppages of the '80s when they were grabbing truck drivers and oh, yeah. postal workers and all Bartenders that, and just and putting whatever, them in yeah. uniforms. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. A couple of them made it. <laughs> the guy from Philly made it. Had make it became one of those. They did. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's. Um, uh, all right, I got a couple of requests. One of them is, number one, before we talk Gator football and basketball, they want your assessment of the Players' Championship. This year, the golf uh, Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Well, absolutely loved it. I wanted it back in March. We all know who live, all those of us who live in Florida, it's windier in March than May. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it just fits in March. It's just like the Masters fits in April. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, the cor- right. The course was a touch soft on Thursday. Otherwise, I love the fact that when the wind changed from Thursday and Friday out of the south to more out of the north on the weekend, that the course played totally differently. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. And those of us who play in Florida know that we could play the same course back to back days and it could be a completely different mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. And so I loved it, and I thought the leaderboard was representative of, of what a good event that it was. And I thought that the finishing holes, the fact you could go for it, and that eagle and double were in play seemingly on six of the final nine holes, I just thought it was great television. It was more of a risk-reward thing, which is how I like to see my guys. Yes. And uh, I agree. Right, which is what Pete, which is what Pete Dye yeah, originally right. Exactly. Tended it to be. Now I think it started. The course was just too hard. Yeah. And I do think by them making the rough, Rory said something afterwards in which he thought maybe, maybe the rough could go up another inch from two inches to three inches. He goes otherwise. He thought the course was perfect. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Gator football and then finish up with Gator basketball. 
you know, we, I, I think the reports, and I said this to Bianchi today, he said, well, all spring practice reports are, are optimistic. But not really, because you're looking for progress in certain areas. You, 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 you want to know that there's activity and competition at offensive line. You want to know that the young tight ends are catching balls in space. You, know, you can't tell because there's no contact, but you can hear enough to know or get a feeling that there's progress being made. The command that Mullen has of the team he, when he speaks about them, some of the comments that the players are saying, the way Felipe Franks is carrying himself, his body language. There are not, it's not anything definitive, but there's a lot of things small things that lead to give you a perspective. That's how I look at it. What about you? Well, I, the thing I take from spring ball is the comment that Dan made recently in which he said he was asked basically the difference in life a year later. And he said, I think everybody now understands what it takes to compete at this level in every way, mm-hmm. on the field, off the field, the commitment and what it takes if you're going to try to do what it is we're trying to do here. And people now, a year later, they fully understand where, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they didn't understand before. And, and that's part of the failing of McElwain. I mean, this is big boy football. Here. This is the big time. This is serious. And to think that a new regime could come in and it could be like night and day in terms of level of commitment, that's a real indictment of the previous regime. Okay, hoops. Tomorrow night in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, the guy who's been to the dance three consecutive years but still is being berated by some Gator fans, beyond my thinking, I don't know what's going on there, uh, they'll take the court, and we don't know quite what to expect from this team. At times, they look like they could win. They could have won the SEC. And when you go back and look at that Auburn game, and of course the foul call, I never like to deal with fouls, but let's just say that had it been the other way, uh, look what Auburn did to Tennessee. It makes you think Florida would have been competitive. Although I don't think Florida matches up with Tennessee that well at all, but they caught Tennessee on a bad night. So that means at least they would have been competitive for the SEC. Now, what does that mean? Not really anything in the in, in the tournament because really they're, there's nothing – you can't value that as a as a, as a point when you're figuring a, the RPI, whatever they use on a, on a team. It's a win, but the fact it's a conference tournament, I don't think really matters that much. So let's say that they're playing some of their best basketball of the, uh, of the year right now at times, uh, they, and, and they look very – their freshmen are starting to mature and they take the floor um, against a team who can shoot, which is something that they got to do, shoot better, against Nevada. What's going to happen, and what happens if they win to the next bracket? Well, don't if they win, don't they get Michigan? Say again? I mean, aren't they in a – if they win, don't they get Michigan? Yes, if Michigan wins, and they should. They would be yeah, Michigan. Yeah, when they should. Mm-hmm. I, believe it or not, I actually think this is the part of the bracket that I believe is going to get blown up. Hmm. I, I I just think that this is a softer region than most of the others. When you look at how unbelievably difficult I think the Midwest region is versus what I think the West is pretty pretty soft. Michigan is a two. I, I think you know, this year's team is seen better than last year's team, and I thought last year's team would kick Tara to this year's Michigan team. Uh, Nevada's a seven is a bad break for the Gators. I got to be honest because I think Nevada's more of a of a four or five. But if they win it, I actually think it's a it's a pod that could completely open up. Wouldn't shock me if Buffalo, as a six seed, goes on a big run uh, in 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 this grouping. So. Uh, I, I think for the Gators, man, if, if if they can win the first round, I actually think anything's possible. I, I think that whole bottom part of the West region could open up like a flower, and it wouldn't shock me if somebody, if, if it's Florida, if it's Nevada, if it's Buffalo, if one of them makes it to the Elite Eight. 
really wouldn't shock me. Well, it still buffaloes me why Gator fans, some have been who want insurrection, who want to fire Mike White no matter what. And uh, I suggest they go look at other basketball teams and programs, how they, they, they go to and fro. Uh, and also look at the Gator basketball history prior to Billy Donovan. All right? And realize well, this well, ain't the Kentucky. question I would also have is, if you want to fire Mike White, if you think it's a little too, I don't know, mediocre, and you were expecting more, well, that's great. But who are you going to fire him for? I mean, you just can't make a rash decision like this. You've got to have somebody else in mind. And and you tell me who's an obvious, clear upgrade. Never mind the fact you're going to have to pay him off and his staff and then bring in a brand new staff. We're talking serious coin here, but you tell me who's the the upgrade that's just sitting there that you know for a fact is going to come through the door and take the gig. Now, if you give me somebody, okay, fine. But otherwise, listen, you're, you're making the tournament. Also, this year's team, he played a lot of young guys. I'd like to see this group, along with another recruiting class, kind of play itself out over the next couple of years. And then, then we can sit back and say, okay, He's had two full recruiting classes. And eh, how'd he do? Then that's, and then make the decision, do we need to upgrade? Is he only pretty good and we need to get better? But I'm with you. I mean, you make three tournaments in a row. You had a run to what, an Elite Eight two years ago? Two years ago, right? Did yes. they play South Carolina yeah. in the region yes. final two that's years right. ago? Yes, it would be yeah. two uh, years prior to this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Yeah. But now, because to me, the only person that I think's out there, and we all know the baggage associated with it, but I mean, if you're blowing a Mike White out of the water because you want to strive for greatness, well, the only guy I know that's out there that's greatness is Rick Pitino. And we all know what comes with that. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Probably not. Probably not. But I'm saying, if you're going to... Fire Mike White. Good point. You have yeah. to strive for greatness. And I just don't know how much. Because to be honest with you, buddy, you tell me who UCLA is going to hire. That job's open. That's a blue blood job. Yeah. I and, thought they hired blue blood what? to coach him. They couldn't, I couldn't get to the tournament anymore. No. Right. And, and I'm curious even who they're going to hire at UCLA, to be brutally honest. Shaka Smart. No, I don't know. So, I have no idea. Somebody. The David, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you so much for coming on the program. You can catch David on he's on Miller and Moulton in the mornings. Uh, and and what is that website again? I can never. I got to write it down so people want to hear you. What can they? Box, box Sports FM. Boxsportsfm.com. The great David Moulton. He's everywhere. David, thank you so much for your time. Talk to you soon, buddy. Take care. Be well. All right. Molten. Okay, that will wrap up tonight's program. None of you have gained. You had a lot of guesses tonight on, and I want to make clear that uh, tonight I said what's new. I didn't say what's moved. Um, and there's nothing there that you've named that's, that's new. Um, and at Chris Whitfield, it wouldn't count if a book was missing. But that's it's really something that's new uh, back there. And we'll just leave it right there. Uh, and... Uh, Thanks for all your guessing. A lot of folks guessing. I want you to win, but uh, you didn't do it tonight. And uh, try again tomorrow night, right? Tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow night, we're going to have basketball, obviously, at 6.50. From Des Moines on TNT, the Gators in um, uh, against this team, uh, Nevada. Is it Nevada or Nevada? I think it's Nevada, in my opinion. Uh, and uh, then afterwards, sometime, we'll be on the air about the same time, and then we'll be joined by friends to give us an assessment of what how the Gators look, our Mr. College basketball. All right? Have I forgotten anything? I uh, hope not. And uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for watching. We really appreciate you doing that. Uh, thanks to Palm Chevrolet for supporting our new show, which is uh, the Apollo's program. 
which will come to you at least one night, maybe two a week. I have a call in to Coach Spurrier. I may have him tomorrow night and I may not. So we will be following closely. And uh, thanks to all of you for listening uh, and watching. Tell your friends about us. Have a great night, everybody.